Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome. This is Laurie Mitchell. Thank you for joining me on air now. We have a half-hour show today, and what we are going through is the archetype that we end up playing when we're unaware of all the choices we have, when we're stuck in our reactions. So a lot of the work that I have come to has finally become about the reactions that we have in our life and how to clear those so that we have more choice and more freedom to be and more freedom to choose from a different place. So the archetypes of the hero, the victim, or the villain affects our relationships. And when we, when we want to be honest to ourselves and more solid for other people, it, it helps to understand what we're doing when things come up, when the reactions come up. And the reactions can be lots and lots of emotions, feelings, anything that we have a strong opinion about, a strong point of view. And the world that is being created around us now has brought that up in so many different ways. So my journey has become about the relationships in my life and how to, to, to be better in relationship with others. And I, I've just said in the past, I haven't figured that part out yet. I don't know if it's an ongoing journey, but it's been fascinating exploring tolerance, exploring patience, exploring the idea that someone else may not see the same picture from my position of being right about something because I think that I actually have a better scope and yet, you know, I could be wrong. So as part of that, I found the journey that that we keep slipping into of being in this triangle of either the hero, the victim, or the villain. It's so limiting, but it is a part of our our reality at the moment, uh, the way that we live our lives is one of these three, hero, victim, villain, hero, victim, villain, hero, victim, villain. And it's okay for us to be that way. It's shown in movies. It's in our, our, our primary relationships, our family relationships. But it doesn't help in the moment if we cannot see what we're doing. If we're actually playing a role that we're stuck in, a programmed personality then we don't have any choice. And I say that our spiritual journey, our spiritual adulthood, includes having a choice in the moment, not being trapped inside of some reaction because of how we're being treated, how, we're, how we perceive we're being treated, how we see objects in the way and people making making choices around us that just 
don't make any sense or don't help us to get to where we want to be. And sometimes that's not about a goal of material things, but rather a place of being, like being more peaceful, being more harmonious, being more expansive. So the reality about this and the topic is it's not that I'm trying to fix this. It's that I'm trying to give you awareness so that it starts to make sense that the trouble that we have in our lives come down to our reactions, okay? The trouble that we have in our lives come down to our reactions. And I'm talking about the continual trouble, the themes that keep coming up again and again and again, the circular troubles that that keep happening to us, the relationship that we have with person after person after person, but it's the same problem again and again and again, whether that's the the fondest relationship we have or whether it's with people that show up that end up being our foes or whether it's our friends and we're constantly having to check our values or whether it's our families, which that's that's the long-term learning for who we are. It's the reflection of who we are. And that's what this is. This is a philosophy. It's the two philosophical questions of our life. Who are we? And why are we here? And so today, who are we is what we're coming down to because the question, who are we, is usually answered without any introspection. Who we are or who we become is the hero, the villain, or the victim. Now, the villain is something that most of us do not actually say and admit to in any given moment. In hindsight, sometimes we realize we've made mistakes, but we don't own that. We become victims. Sorry, we become villains in that circumstance. There are villains out there who don't have shared values with humanity. There are villains out there who have no compassion as one of the values that they carry and hold. So who you are is a choice. Who you are is a choice. Unless you're living your program or unless you are in denial of who you are at all. And that means that you're a constant reaction based on the examples that you've had around you in your life. So you have to go and look for the stuff. You have to go and find better examples if you don't like what you're getting back in life. If you don't like what life is delivering to you, even though you know what you want, you are grateful, you imagine. If villains are showing up around you, and then you have to be strong, that's kind of like looking like a villain to others. So be okay with these three archetypes showing up. Be okay with the awareness that there are times when, yes, you will be that villain. When you have strong boundaries and you haven't made an agreement with people in advance that they accept that, then you're going to look like the villain. But that sometimes is being true to yourself. But it doesn't mean that you have to create victims 
It doesn't mean that somebody has to come and rescue someone else and be the hero either because of you. So just make better agreements with people. Be upfront. Have those conversations with people so that the archetype of being the villain doesn't come up as often. But also, when the villains show up in your life, again, it's about agreements with people, it's about knowing your boundaries, and it's about being your values. Okay, so being nice is not going to help any of us on this planet right now. Being appropriate, yes. Being kind, yes. Being firm, yes. Only when you know your values, though. So that's where the journey begins for getting out of this. The journey begins by looking at yourself and what's important to you, starting to write down a list of what your most important values are, even if it's a list of 10. And examples for, for, for you would be something like love, friendship, compassion. There are lots and lots of values that you live by. It's like go look at what your pet peeves are, first of all. What are your pet peeves? Okay, you'll find your values somewhere inside of those pet peeves. What gets you fired up? You'll find your values inside of those examples. And then pull them out and start looking at, well, what is important to you? And then write a list. Don't worry about the order of them because the order of your values do change. It depends on the situation that you're faced with. And generally, if you have two competing values being presented to choose from at once, like adventure as a value over family, and you're being presented with some sort of a way of having a holiday, not at the moment, but having something far away from your family, like what I did with my family when I chose to go on an adventure and move to New Zealand instead of staying close to my family in Canada. And the priority, they're still there. Both those, adventure and family, are still there. But the priority can switch at times. And now it's completely the opposite for me. Family is much more important than adventure. It's almost like my adventure cup has been filled up or I've seen the long-term results of choosing one over the other. And now it's time to include them both in the same bucket, put them both in the have family be the adventure like that. So you see how you can go to your values and be true to them as well as your other values. So coming back to being the villain, being the victim, being the hero as part of this and stepping away from that, it becomes your values as the, the set, the foundation for who you are and you live from that. that is your, those are your principles, but you have to be aware of them first. And as far as I'm aware, we don't teach this at school yet. We don't teach this in our families individually to find out, first of all, that we have a set of values that is unique, 
And second of all, that those values may or may not be the same as the, the family that we were born into, that we were around. And so that causes conflict in itself. So it helps to know the values as the basis. But it seems like the villain is easy to not be. You know, of course, nobody wants to be the villain. However, being the hero as, as an archetype is not useful for your expansion either. It serves your ego because you get to be the good guy. You get to rescue people. You get to help out. It feels great if one of your values is contribution, for instance. If one of your values is loyalty, for instance. So, so there's like this archetype that is hooked into your values, and it, it looks like it's, you're serving your values. But in fact, if you actually have to be the, the one that shows as the hero, the one that is out in front or that people look at and say, oh, isn't he a good guy? You know, isn't she doing the right thing for all those people? You can still do that, but if you're driven to do it because you have a need to make sure that you're the hero, because that's the archetype choice in that moment or in those, that set of circumstances, then there's no freedom in that. And you can still serve your values Without that, the problem I have when I was constantly trying to make a difference in people's lives and basically be the hero archetype was that in order for, and listen to this, okay, in order for me to be the hero, I needed victims. In order for me to be the hero, to make a contribution in people's lives, to transform their perspective, which I love doing, but I needed victims. I needed people who were not okay to come and find me. When I realized what I was doing out of this archetype triangle, it didn't sit well with me anymore. And I had to step back and say, well, actually, I don't want to create a space for people to have to be a victim in order for me to be the hero. So as you can imagine, that was difficult for me because, well, okay, I want to make a contribution. I, w I want to express myself. I want people to be able to see something new in their life because we are all from different points of views and we're all helping each other. But to hold it as an archetype didn't work for me. So the freedom I had in that was that when I stopped trying to be the hero, I was actually be, 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 I was able to be human. I was able to be more transparent in my journey, my becoming, whatever that is. And that gave me a lot of freedom. So I didn't have to always look good. See, you'll notice that you're trying to be the hero when you're always trying to look good to yourself and how other people perceive you. Not easy to face this stuff, but as kind or as nice as, you'll, as the hero tries to be, there are things to look at inside of that. And do you really, really want to make a space for more and more victims versus being on a team of people that are all at the same level, just all trying to figure it out? 
okay? And going to that center archetype of the victim, it's a tricky one because we get victimized in life. There are times when people either make mistakes or they're bad people who keep doing the same things without compassion, without awareness of other, and with a serious lack of self-love. And they will continue doing that. And so we get victimized. And I've seen it. And I've seen it. I've seen how even I can get sucked into being the victim because of my values. That's the archetype. To rise out of that, we have to, I believe, we have to recognize these three archetypes. To get out of that, the circumstances are victimizing us. And to me, one of the answers is to have a response that pulls us out of the victim as an archetype and set boundaries and make agreements. Set boundaries and make agreements. Set boundaries and make agreements. Recognizing that people are making mistakes around you or they're bad people. They're sulfur souls that need to be out of your life. And you have to make some calls on that based on stepping up. When we stay in that victim, victimized victim mentality, we can't move out. It's, it's like that, that archetype disables us. It chains us. It stops us from stepping out and saying, hey, no. And so that's when we have to then become spiritual adults. The spiritual children within us is that beautiful, open-hearted, honest, um, giving, clear being that is like this bright, shining light for these dark entities that could then come without boundaries. So have a loving heart rather than an open heart. Have a kind set of words that you can use firmly, knowing that the world is not full of people who want to do this journey. You want to do that journey of becoming more. I want to do that journey of being a better person, a kinder person, a more compassionate person, having a different perspective but still serving my values, being true to myself. And that is not an easy journey. That is not the easy path. But you know what? There ain't one. So stop trying to take the easy path to becoming. The job is never over. Thank God for the plateaus. But it's about starting each day as a new day, not bringing the crap from yesterday or from what happened yesterday into today. Starting fresh, putting your boundaries up around you, even if they are energy boundaries around you. Thanking for your wholeness, thanking for your freedom, 
thanking for your values, thanking for anything else that you think is important, even if it's not in your life yet. So the conversation about being the hero is not better than being the villain or the victim. It is a triangle. It certainly looks better. Being the hero certainly looks better in our world. And there are times when people need champions, okay? There are times when people need support. That does not mean they are the victim. That does not mean that someone becomes the hero that then needs victims to feed that archetype. You see the difference? I'm not saying that we have to give up on people or let them go with their needs. No, if, if someone needs us, my loyalty says be there for people. My loyalty says drop everything and do what you can for relief in the moment and for longer term by agreements and negotiation and all of that, especially for your fondest. Your foes, you don't have to worry about so much, but your fondest, your family, your friends, make sure that, that you know what to, to expect of each other. And the idea is if you expect nothing, like the Buddhists say, you know, have no expectations and life will be very easy, well, sure, go live in a cave somewhere. Go live at the top of a mountain. I love the Buddhist philosophy in so many ways. I use so much of it for my inner peace. And then when I go in the world, I use my boundaries, I use agreements, I use awareness, and I make sure that I can move forward serving my own values. I can't serve other people's values. I have to find other people around me that have the same values, even if they're not in the same priority. And sometimes we could have, well, we are, we are a set of values. It could be 100 values. But, you know, there's like top 10 that makes it easy to be around the same people if we all have the kind of top 10 values. You see, though, the awareness of all of this is transformational for me. The awareness of this makes it so much easier to say, these are my principles. I'm dropping parts of my character that don't serve me anymore. I'm dropping parts of my personality that is not useful. And I'm building something that is based on principles and values. And in the meantime, I have to apologize to some people. I have to separate and step back from other people to give them time and space to let their reactions out. And I have to not be my reactions. I have to breathe, hang out with my reactions for as long as I need to to understand whether they're serving me or whether they're hindering me. And then I have to send them on their way. We have to feel our feelings, have our reactions, be true to what's going on, but not out in the world unless it's with enough foresight and enough understanding that 
you need to do this, that it serves your values, which is who you are. It serves your values based on not being a program of this Greek tragedy where it's the hero, the villain, the victim, and the hero goes on a journey, and the hero has to fight dragons, and he has to cross many, many fields and mountains and streams and rivers and through snow and hail and sleet and everything, and finally he gets to the place where he finds his mentor. This is, this is an archetype story that is, that is played out. Joseph Campbell covered it as well, but it's, it's through the, each Hollywood movie that is really successful. There's a love story in there as well. And at the same time, through all those battles and through the journey, the hero himself finally meets the mentor and then realizes that he always, it's like Dorothy Gale. There's no place like home. You always had it inside you. You find that out finally after all of that, after you've, you've gone through all of that, and you end up just going back home. That's the whole journey of the hero. And you need villains, and there are, there are victims, and you are the hero. There's no competition in the hero. You get that? There's no competition. There's no one else that is allowed to be the hero in that archetype at the same time. You can have plenty of victims. You can have lots of villains in the story, but there's only one hero. And that is not useful in itself. In the real world, I have not got it all figured out. I'm, I'm exploring with as much honesty as I can, I'm exploring relationships at every level and trying to, make, to understand more about how we communicate and what causes the recurring problems that we have and how, how to get out of them so that they're resolved, how to, how to live life with more love and more spontaneity and more pleasure that is shared more joy, more connection to source and creativity while letting go of the troubles that creep up and just come and go, come and go, come and go. I don't want to keep having the same relationship with different people. I don't want to recreate something. And when that happens, what's happening is you, not them. You're creating their reaction. And until you've healed that fully, energetically, spiritually, mentally, until you've learned the beautiful wisdom of self-discipline with your words, self-discipline with your actions and awareness of others and awareness of yourself, that will keep recurring. I know that. But I, re- I really notice this archetype, this, this three-way archetype, and how it looks great to be the hero. That's the one. The idea is supposedly we move from the villain through the victim to the hero, and finally we get to be the hero. Is the hero really where we want to end up, or is it that we want to be choice, choice, choice in any given moment based on a solid foundation of a lifetime of values being served 
agreements being kept. We keep our word. We have integrity. We make choices and we change. We make sure that we change when we are required to. We change our point of view. We rearrange our values at a different priority when it's important. And we come from love. We come from being love and not allowing others to stop that love flowing within us. We can certainly hold it within us without having to be kind to a villain in the moment where it's not appropriate to be kind. It's appropriate to give solid boundaries and give them a mirror so that they know they need to stop it right now. Like a teenager who's rebelling, the spiritual the spiritual adult in you will say, no, enough, enough. And this is where we get to be in a space for creating solidly who we are ongoingly. Thank you for listening. This is Lori Mitchell. I appreciate you and your time.